Hello and welcome to I Don't Know What I'm Talking About. That start sounded wildly more official than I wanted it to. Normally on uh, this podcast, I like to try and be quite playful and fun and not, I was going to say not play by the rules then, but that's uh, that sounds wildly cliched and, and, and things. But I feel like when I just started talking then, it sounded like I was presenting Mastermind or something. That was odd. It was like, hello and welcome to I Don't Know What I'm Talking About. Um, hi, how are you? I It's uh, it's Friday. It's the weekend. And uh, I um, couldn't be happier. The, I find that we when I when I get to a Friday, I always find that I'm 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 far too exhausted. I've never I've never ever in my life been the kind of person that will go, like go out on a Friday. Um, you know when I when I first turned eighteen and it was kind of you know when like you know when you go oh it's legal now for me to go out so I'm gonna go out. I I did that maybe three or four times uh, and then I stopped. What I did, what I did continue to do because I think, like I mentioned before, I'm teetotal. So I, 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 I think the reason, the reason I stopped going out, you know, when I was, when I was a, a, a teen, when I was 18, um, is because, you know, I hate alcohol, as I've mentioned before on the podcast. And I, I don't, I am the worst person to be in the company of drunk people because I just can not get on board with drunk people. It's not, you know, it's not a, uh, it's 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 not it's not the type of company that I want to keep. If I'm honest with you, but what I did find uh, was quite beneficial to me when I was a uh, in my late teens when I when I was first sort of driving, and was going out was that the people who went out were always very keen on getting a lift back and would pay generously you know, to get a lift back with someone that they knew. So for a short while after I stopped going out on a Friday night or a Saturday night or any any night of the week, really, as long as I wasn't, you know, up for college or whatever the next day, was that I, I would I would wait up until 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, wait until I get the phone call and go out and make, make a couple of quid, drop people, drop friends off at home. I would only do it for friends. I wasn't like, you know, like an official taxi service or anything. I wouldn't go and wait outside the local nightclub and um, be like, does anyone need a lift? Uh, I would only do it for friends who had requested it. But yeah, what a random little start to the podcast that was. Normally, uh, normally what I do here, because I like to fill a, a short portion at the start of the podcast with a, hi, how have you been? Here's an intro. Here's what I've been up to this week kind of thing. And uh, normally I, I sort of write down what what I kind of want to say. Uh, and this week I've not written anything down, so I didn't know what I was going to say. So I think I just got scared and just started going on a rant about, well, not even a rant, but like a little little story about what I used to do when I was a teen. I don't even know how it started. Oh, because, yeah, that was it. I've never been the kind of person that will, uh, that wants to party hard into the evening and stuff like that. But what I find now is when it gets to Friday, I'm so tired from, from the week that I've had, you know, working uh, 11 hours a day. And then in the evening, I'm either focusing on the podcast, I'm editing, or I'm, a, or I'm recording. 
and then uh, I'm and then I'm rehearsing for this concert that I've got coming up in November. I'm rehearsing for Kinky Boots. I've got badminton with friends. It just seems to be non-stop. So by Friday night, it's basically Heather and I in front of the TV watching Gogglebox and Graham Norton, and then it's bedtime around about ten o'clock on a Friday. Whoop whoop. So how's your week been? Let me know. Don't know what part at gmail.com. I want I genuinely want to know how your week's been. You, yes, you, the person who is listening to this. I want to know how your week has been. Good or bad, let me know. By time obviously you're listening to this, the guest episode the, the November guest episode will be out, which was that came out on Wednesday, which I recorded with Heather. Um I don't know what the reaction is gonna be to that, but obviously <laughs> One of my favorite things that my wife has ever said was 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 on that podcast, uh, on that episode, and she seemed to think that the Chilean miners' uh, disaster when they got stuck in the mine was last year. She was convinced it was post-COVID. I don't know what was uh, what was going through her head, but she was convinced it was uh, within the last twelve months. I don't know what's happened, but bless her, she was a little bit embarrassed about that, and I. Uh, I'm reveling in that, obviously, because that's what we do now, isn't it? We every everything nowadays is sort of estimated. When you think think to yourself, right, how long ago was that thing? And the and the first thing you do is go, well, it was pre-COVID, so it was at least three years ago. <laughs> it's become like a like a measurement of time now, pre and post COVID. It's kind of like BCE and CE, isn't it? Which I think some people probably still call. BC and AD. So there was BC and AD, which was before Christ, and anti Dominion. Is that what I, I? This is another example of me. I'm not going to. Um, I'm not going to look up what it means. But there's my. There's what I think it means. And there we go. Show my ignorance again on the podcast. It 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 was called BC and AD, which was you know before Christ and whatever the other one stands for, but. They've changed it, and I think a lot of people assume that the change is to make it not biblical, because now it's BCE and CE, which is before current era and current era. And it's basically, I think people were like, oh, it's to stop to stop people referring to Jesus and uh, making it making it religious kind of thing, which is not the case. It's it was because I think the the, the biggest reason was because people were confused because well, it should have been called BC and AC, really, before Christ and after Christ. But it was called before Christ and anti, whatever the next word is, AD, which is a Latin phrase. So people were like, why is why is one of them English and one of them Latin? It makes no sense. Let's make them both English and make them both relevant easy for people to remember so yeah it's now bce before current era and ce current era and now we're gonna have bce ce c ce and well i don't know whether you, it would just be pc and pc post-covid pre-covid yeah make up your minds as to what you want to call them and let me know Either email me, don't know what part of gmail.com, or click the link tree link and message me on one of my social media accounts. There's plenty on there for you to look at. If you click that link, follow me anywhere you want, buy tickets to a show that I'm going to be in in April, and have fun. That's what it's all about. Before I dive into the main bulk of the episode, what I will say is I met someone this morning. I 
have instantly fallen in love with and I think he's going to be a big part of my life, which is very exciting. His name is Charlie and he is a border collie and he has been adopted by Ben, who was the first guest episode on the podcast back in October and I am very excited because... So what's happened is Charlie was... uh, He was sadly mistreated by his previous owners. He then was picked up by the Dogs Trust... Uh, Ben made the decision he wanted a dog so he went to speak to the people at the Dogs Trust and they basically said to him what sort of dog do you want and he was like well ideally I'd quite like a collie because I love collies and I walk a lot so I want a dog that that wants to do big walks so not like a chihuahua whose legs are going to fall off when I walk him 20 miles a day or whatever and so they were like hold on a second you want a collie and you want one that will walk with you as much as you walk, which is a lot. Okay, well, it just turns out that we have one who came in very recently. His name is Charlie. He's two years old. Meet him. He met him, um, fell more or less instantly head over heels, and uh, everything went through very quick as far as I can as far as I can see. And then, so yeah, Ben got this new dog at his house this week and this morning after I met Ben for uh, breakfast. And I catch up. I went with Ben back to his house, and I met Charlie. He's very nervous, obviously, to begin with. It's very, uh, it's very important to, when you when when these dogs have been mistreated in the past to be very, uh, very patient, uh, and and you know, and forgive anything that he might do. He was he did get a bit boisterous at one point. Uh, was playing with the ball and bit me um, very, uh, very accidentally and very lightly, to be fair. It was just a bit of a shock at the time. And, um, yeah, and he's just gorgeous. He's just got the most beautiful soul. His eyes are... He's, uh, when he, Like, you know when you say the phrase puppy dog eyes? He properly has them, like, fully. Um, and, yeah, I wish Ben all the best with this new venture with his little pupster. And I can't wait for our dog to meet him because uh, our dog is very is a very social dog as well. And he's got a lot of friends and family who are dogs. Like my mum and dad have two dogs as well. So yeah, this is a very exciting little future for Ben and I wish him all the best. And I've already fallen in love with Charlie. And let's crack in to the main bulk of the episode, shall we? Spin the wheel! Ooh, okay, it's another question one rather than a topic. It is, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? Okay, I've got several answers to this, so let's sit down and I will regale some stories for you. I'm going to have to try and think of a topic, like a topic name for this, because I think that's a very long question to be putting in uh, as an episode subtitle. (laughs) Um, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? So, I'm going to call this part Dream Destinations. There we go. So, if I could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? Right, first off, I'm going to go with a really boring one. And I'm going to go with where I live now. <laughs> okay, don't worry, it's going to get better. It will It will get better than this. I've got, I've got other places in the world I, that I would like to live. Um, other than just here where I am now. Look, Heather and I have been living here since 2016 in this house. We've all, we've actually lived in this area 
since 2014. Yeah, late 2014. And this little area is just perfect for us. We can... So, as I mentioned before, I live in a little town in a little town called Sandbach in Cheshire. A little town called Sandbach, which is right down the road from the main town, the main local town, which is Crewe which probably still a lot of people won't have heard of, but in Crewe, there is a big train station. It is the sort of main central line for the country, the entire country. You can go from Crewe, more or less anywhere, up to Scotland, across to Cardiff, uh, you know, to, to, to Wales, or down to London, or literally basically anywhere in the UK. It's basically, if you're going to travel from down south to up north, you're more or less guaranteed to go through Crewe. We are a railway town. That's mostly what we're famous for. Actually, just a side note, I found this really impressive once. When we were in Disney World, they have obviously these characters that walk about when you're walking down Main Street and um, these characters interact with you and stuff. And there was this there was this gentleman and he must have been at least in his mid-70s and he was uh, an older man and he was an American man. And what tends to happen is if you meet someone in America... Or if we meet someone in America and they say to us, where are you from? Heather tends to say, just for just to save confusion, Heather will say, oh, near Manchester. Because people know where Manchester is. Manchester is sort of world famous. So Heather will say that. And on this one occasion, this man, this older man said to me, where are you guys from? And uh, my attempted American accent. Thank you very much. Uh, so he said that. I don't think Heather was with me at the time, but I decided I'm going to tell I'm going to tell him where I'm actually from, instead of near Manchester. So I said I'm from Crewe in Cheshire, and he literally, without missing a beat, went, "Oh, the railway town." And I was like, "Yes, you know that? How do you know this? This man, like, literally, he it's not like he Googled it or anything like there and then on the spot. He he literally like this was clearly a man who was well travelled and knew like." I don't know if this is blowing your mind as much as it's blowing mine, but this man, this American man, this random American man, knew that Crew was famous. Famous is a stretch, but was was um, sort of known as a railway town. So yeah, that's a little side note. I, uh, I've little uh, popped in there for you because I thought I, I thought it was sweet. I thought it was nice. Um. So yeah, we. But because I live in I, li- I live in Sandbach, which is right by Crew, and actually live very close. It's less than a ten minute walk for me from my house to Sandbach railway station. The Sandbach railway station will get me to Manchester in less than forty minutes, and it'll get me to Crew in less than five minutes. And then from Crew, I can go to London. I can go to wherever I want, basically in the country. So ideally, I'm in like prime location where I'm living now to just travel wherever I want in the country. If I want to travel one day, you know, via train, then I can more or less anywhere I want. I don't have to take my car. So prime location, which is where I am, it's walking distance to the town of Sambach. Sambach town is gorgeous. It's quite quaint. It's it's what we call a historic town. Uh, it's, it's the historical market town of Sambach. Um, hundreds of years ago, you know, there were it was a it was a bustling market town. Whereas now there are a lot of eateries. Um, you know, you've got Q Bar, which is a tap a Cuban restaurant, tapas bar, DVA, which is a great 
uh, serves really nice food. The Wheat Chief, really nice food. There's lots of uh, cafes. I've, as I mentioned before on the podcast, my favorite cafe in Sandbach is House. It serves the best coffee in Sandbach. If you ever find yourself in the Cheshire area, do go there. It's a teeny tiny little corner cafe. Uh, and blink and you'll miss it. So look out for it. It's called House. And it's associated with Blackwater and Grub, I think is the company that owns it, which I think is quite a funny name. So yeah, we've got this lovely little town nearby and we're also right on the cusp of the countryside. There's lots of fields, lots of little country lanes, uh, really nice little areas. If I want to go for a run, if I want to take the dog for a big walk, or if Heather and I just want to go for a walk and get out and get some fresh air, then we can. It's it's just a perfect location where I'm living now and it's really nice. So number one on my list, and for convenience sake that would where I live now is ideal (laughs) I don't have to move anywhere uh and round the corner from so this is my this is my plan this is my dream that I'd like to try and manifest is if the podcast becomes successful and I start making lots of money from it is that um it grows and grows and grows makes me a very rich man (laughs) I'm saying this all out loud now it might come back and bite me in the arse when I've done 6,000 episodes and I'm still not making any money off it but my plan is because they've built some houses nearby us and they are very extravagant. They're, they're beautiful. They're large houses. My, my my dream is to live in one of those houses with Heather, with the dog, have my own recording studio and office to be able to make this podcast and make content for the internet and make money and then but still live where I'm living now, with the countryside nearby, with the town just down the road, and with train links to anywhere in the country, just a a stone's throw away. So yes, my ideal place to live, realistically, is right here, where I live now. Other dream locations are Disney World, obviously. I'm not going to go into too much depth on this, because I know people will probably be sick of me talking about Disney and the paranormal on this podcast. So Disney... Uh, Disney, uh, like, in if 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 I could if I could buy a villa in Disney World and and just be, be able to visit whenever I want, that would be my. That would be a, just a, a like a, a just a wonderful little purchase for me. I could go literally whenever, pay for just the flights and the park tickets, rock up and uh, wouldn't have to worry about accommodation because it would already be there. My own little Disney villa. Heather and I, for our honeymoon, we went to the Maldives. We went to a tiny little island called Kuramathi Island. Kuramathi Island is, I think, about 1.3 kilometers from tip to tip. It's shaped kind of like a teardrop. And at one end of the island, it sort of goes off to a point into the sea. And it's really... uh, beautiful little um little photograph area where lots of people would go and take pictures and stuff i actually think um jordan pickford the england goalkeeper uh, got married there on that exact point it was after we'd been already saw it on his instagram coromathy island it was one of the things where we we were like oh my god jordan pickford is like he's getting married on the exact spot where we've had our photo taken because we were there for our honeymoon uh, I think quite a few famous people have been have got married on Coromathi Island. Actually, I think it's featured on a few things. It's a really lovely, really gorgeous little uh, island, and we flew there via. So the problem with the Maldives is 
the, well, the problem with getting to <laughs> the problem with that honeymoon was the traveling. Once you were there, it was just relax the entire time. You get up at leisure, you go and get your breakfast. It's all inclusive. It's lovely. And then you can go and sit by the pool all day, read a book, go to the beach, uh, you know, lie down on the beach, go and wade in the sea. It's just beautiful. Uh, you can go back to your, uh, your 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 little. We stayed in a little. Uh, we it was the it was a beach villa. So right on the right on the beach was a um we, uh, like a villa, and uh, we had a hot tub in the like, a little garden area and a hot tub. Just sensational. Just it's making me really want to go back there. <laughs> I just want to go back. But the problem was once you, once you were there, it was perfect. The problem was traveling. It took us. 26 hours after leaving the resort to when we got home so basically we left the resort on a boat the boat took us from the island to mali uh and then from mali which is the uh, airport uh, we had to then wait so it picked us up i think at like midday like 12 o'clock it picked us up the boat did from the island took us to mali we then had to wait in Mali for another like six and a half hours before we could even before we were even allowed to go to to to, to check in we couldn't check in until 6 p.m so then we were waiting for that for ages and then once we checked in obviously the flight wasn't until like 9 p.m then we had to fly from Mali to Qatar and then from Qatar to London Heathrow and then once we landed in London Heathrow, we had to get the Heathrow Express, which is a train from Heathrow, uh, Heathrow to Paddington. Paddington. From Paddington, we got two tube lines to Euston. And from Euston, we got a train back to Crewe. And that's where my dad picked me and Heather up and took us back to his house for a brew and a lie down. And we stood up all the way back from Euston. We had to stand up because that was the weekend I think Liverpool had been playing at Wembley and it was a game against Real Madrid or something something it was a big game and a lot of Liverpool fans were heading back at that time as well and a train had uh, their train had been cancelled for the Liverpool fans that were supposed to be going back to Liverpool their train had been cancelled so they had to just hop onto our train so there was no no room to sit we had to stand all the way back to crew which was like two and a half hours and at that point we'd already been awake for 24 plus hours uh so yeah the travel isn't great, but the Maldives is 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 a glorious place to go. So yeah, if I could live anywhere in the world, it would be top three, either here where I'm living now, Disney World, or the Maldives, for all completely different reasons as well. I've waffled on for too long on that point, so let's spin the wheel for the second time today. Spinning is the topic. Um, I'm assuming, I have to assume that this, this spinning is that thing that you, the exercise you do on the bike, which I have tried. So I did, obviously I, I've, I've told you, I, I don't know why I always do this. I, if I'm going to bring something up 
that I've already brought up previously on the podcast loads of times. I don't know why I have to. I think it's because I know that some people listen to podcasts backwards, which I find very odd. So yeah, if you are listening to this episode and this is the first one you're ever listening to, just to let you know, I do amateur theatre, amateur dramatics and musicals and stuff. And uh, one of the local societies that I do shows with, uh, one year as a fundraiser, did a uh, a -a workout-a-thon. And I partook in that. And spin was one of the classes that we did. By the end of the day, I had to drop out. I started the day quite strong. We carried on, did spin. It was grueling, but I finished it okay. And it was, weirdly enough, it was when I got to yoga, which I thought would have been the most sort of sedate, relaxing, easiest one to do, turned out to be the one where my body went, Sean, you're about to be sick. So I had to I had to step out, have some water and give it a rest then for the rest of the day. But yeah, spin is not something that agrees with me. Heather loves it. We actually bought so and the last episode on the on the guest episode that I filmed, I actually filmed it yet yeah, filmed. <clears throat> I actually recorded. I recorded it yesterday. As I'm recording now, I recorded it yesterday, but it will be going out on Wednesday and then this will be coming out on the following Friday. I don't know why you needed to know that, but I've said it out loud, and so you're going to hear it. So that was recorded, obviously, yesterday. Um, Heather obviously mentioned that this week she has literally completely changed the entire house up. Uh, she's changed the office where I record this podcast. She she work, When she works from home, she works from home in the office. When I record the podcast, I record from the office. And actually, when I've got my setup all finished and everything, uh, I will share a picture online but she has this desk. The desk where I am recording right now is Heather's desk where she works from and she kindly lets me use it to record and stuff. But on the other side of the office, I am going to be creating essentially because she has changed up the entire thing. This is is on the topic of spinning, by the way. (laughs) Because she's decided to change up so many of the rooms in the house this week, i.e. the bathroom, the spare room, the, the office... I'm going to now have a corner of the office, which is going to be my recording space. Well, my podcast space. I'm going to have a little desk, which is where my microphones will be. And I'll record from there. And I I will have proper soundproofing up on the walls in that corner. And hopefully it will make the sound quality a lot better. As a side note, you probably will have noticed in the guest episode that I recorded with Heather, the sound is a lot different to what you're used to hearing. It's because... I set up one microphone that just sat between us and we just recorded the both of us between this microphone and we were both about two feet away from it either side. So that's why we sound quite distant, quite echoey in that particular episode. It won't happen again. I'll make sure that the sound quality in future is always perfect. Side note finished. Anyway, back to what I was talking about when I was talking about spinning. So Heather's decided to change up the entire house, we've changed up the office, I'm now going to have a a, a very specific little area for my podcasting, uh, including soundproofing on the walls, which will make the audio sound better, and it's nice sort of mentally to have your own little specific area to work from when you're doing this kind of thing, I think. But what used to happen, what, what used to be the case before Heather went on this massive tirade to change the whole house up this week was we had a spin bike that sat behind me uh, and this desk where I'm recording from now was was on the other side of the room whereas now Heather's changed everything up and moved the spin bike to the spare room so it's a lot less you know there's a lot more room in there for it because and this is where I was going with it 
I am so, so, you know, bad with tangents. But I actually was told last week by a friend, um, Julie, she had been listening to the podcast and she actually loves when I go on tangents. So although these might not be for everyone, I know that there's at least one person out there that appreciates my tangents. So thank you, Julie. And uh, here you go. Here's, Here's an episode with some huge tangents for you. So now Heather has her spin bike in the other room. It was just not being used in the in the office because there realistically wasn't any room for it. I bought Heather this spin bike because she want because she this is where I was going with it because I hate spin. Heather really loves it. It's right up Heather's alley. And so a couple of years ago for her birthday, she was like, I quite like a spin bike. So I bought her the spin bike and for about four weeks after her birthday, she smashed it. She was on the spin bike, she would get onto YouTube on the TV. And she'd watch, she'd get like, they do, because that's one of the wonderful things about technology these days is you can literally pull up a spin class on YouTube and just do it. And, you know, or or, or any kind of hit training, like Joe Wicks does his stuff and whatnot, and any kind of boot camp type thing, just pull it up on YouTube, follow along and just do it and you can exercise. I wish I had the motivation to do that every single day. Unfortunately, I don't. So I have to go to the gym and force myself to exercise because once I'm there, I will exercise because there's nothing else that I can do at the gym other than exercise, really. So, yeah, once I force myself to go, I go and I do it. But getting the motivation while I'm at home is just not there. But Heather was doing spin classes, absolutely smashing it for about four weeks. Then the bike moved from downstairs to upstairs because she was just like, I don't want the spin bike downstairs. It's just cluttering up the house. So she was like, I want to put it in the office. So it's like out of the way. And I was like, okay, cool, that's fine. It came up to the office and then... She never used it again. It just, it became a wardrobe. She just hung clothes on it. That was it. So I think it was the last week, week before, I was like, right, question, do you still want this spin bike? If not, we can sell it, get out of the house. And she was like, no, well, I, I do want to use it, but it's just because it's in the office, like it's out of the way. And then I was like, well, right, well, let's move it to the spare room where there's more room because it's a bigger room than the office. Let's move it to the spare room. Let's move the office around. Let's, you know, create a little corner for my podcasting stuff. And then you can have more space in the, you know, in the spare room. There's more space then for you to exercise. And she was like, yeah, good idea. Let's do it. And I that, that was when I was like, okay, yeah, let's do it. Let's put like a weekend aside and we'll do it. Lo and behold, last week, I come home every night from work this week, more or less, and she'd literally say to me, as she said, as she stated in the last episode, she'd go, right, go up to the spare room and see it. I've changed it around. And I'd go up and it'd be completely different to how I'd left it in the morning. <laughs> yeah, once she's on a mission, she's on a mission, that lady. My wife, my lovely, wonderful wife. I hope you've uh, enjoyed me talking very specifically about spinning. There you go. Spinning isn't for me. But that's the whole point of the podcast, isn't it? It's uh, encouraging people to talk about things that they might not necessarily want to talk about. Spinning is something I don't necessarily want to talk about. And I hope one day, at least, someone listening to this might hear this podcast and say, you know what, there's something on my mind. I don't necessarily want to talk to anyone about it, but I'm going to have to for my own sake or maybe for their own sake. So I'm going to do it. And that's uh, that's all I want. I want people to be comfortable to talk about whatever they want to talk about. And I'm I'm one of those people. I'm one of those people that has things on my mind that I don't want to talk about. But I have to talk about it. Heather is, this might be a bit obvious because she's my wife, but Heather is my rock. And there is nothing on, there is nothing on my mind I can't talk to my wonderful wife about, which always makes me smile. And if I'm having a down day, 
the first person I always go to is my wife. And she does the same. So there we go. Force myself to talk about things I don't necessarily want to talk about. Spinning is one of those things. Thank you very much for listening. If you've got any comments, questions, topics, suggestions, or if you've just got anything that you want to say about any of the topics that I've ever talked about on this podcast, then send those in to don'tknowwhatpod at gmail.com. If you click the Linktree link in the description of the podcast, you can find me on any of my other adventures, including social media, including social media specifically for this podcast as a Facebook page and an Instagram page that you can go and follow immediately. Do it now. Do it now. Also, you can find on there tickets to see Kinky Boots if you want to come and watch me play Charlie Price in Kinky Boots in April in Crew at the Lyceum. If you happen to be in the area at that time, come and watch it. It's going to be a brilliant show. It's a really good feel-good show. So yeah, come and see that. And finally, if you could drop me a five-star review on whichever podcasting app you listen to this on. Bump me up the charts a little bit, and that would be very much appreciated. Thank you ever so much for listening. Join me again next Friday when I could be talking about literally anything. Bye-bye.